Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplained regard to absolutely nothing. This is a high rise of an episode, Dad, and it is episode 92 it certainly is, Connor. And we are talking about skyscrapers. I gathered that. <laughs> yes. So stick around if you want any more. You sounded very miserable in the intro, Dad. I think it was a reaction to the high-rise comment that you made. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's worth uh, mentioning... You're not going to apologise about that. Then. Absolutely not. Also, it's worth mentioning um, that Dad currently has a lingering sneeze. I have a lingering sneeze. So we did hold off recording for a moment to wait for the sneeze to come out, but it never came out. No. So it's still going to be there. It's like Russian roulette. Yeah, it could snot. happen at any point. Uh, let's hope it's when we stop recording at any point, but... Yeah, let's hope so, but any, I can't guarantee that. The more you talk about it, the more it feels like it's just about to erupt. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway. Do you reckon if I focus on your nose, it'll, yeah. it'll come out? No. Huh? No, that's not how it works. Otherwise, I'd have got you to do that when I was at constipated p- point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that particular point in time <laughs> where yeah. you were constantly constipated. Constipated, yeah, for about a year and a half. Do you reckon that's why it's called constipated? Because it's constant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what a fabulous start to a podcast. That I, is. I have another question for you. Yeah, go on. So there's a question relating to not last episode, but the episode before. Yes. Those life hacks, such as the bagel holder, the phone stand. Wow, yeah. And the tennis ball things holder. Yep. How often do you use those? On a daily basis, to be honest. Um, Are you sure? Yeah, I mean... Are they not just sitting in that front bedroom? <coughs> no, they're not. What's no, going no. on? Keep coughing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, no, they're not at all. Yeah, you hobby. know, I think... Um, I've probably used them every single day since then. I, I must admit, that bagel Dad, holder... Dad, what? Are you lying to me? No. <laughs> that bagel Dad. holder... Obviously, if I haven't got a bagel, it can't be holding it. And, you know, donuts don't quite work in it because they're too sticky. But, you did say donuts would work, so... Yeah, no, no but before. donuts would work because of the, the shape of them. However, the problem you've got with donuts is they're usually quite sticky or got icing on them or got sugar on them. And you don't want that to get inside your CD thing? Now, when I have to put my CDs back in that case, I don't want them ruined. You just have to wash the case because you're going to have to do it when you put the bagel in there anyway. I can't afford to wash the case. <laughs> Can you not? I have to buy another one. That's why the life hacks are there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, yes, yeah, yeah. And you, you're not lying to me? No. <laughs> no. No. Not really, no. Not really, no. You're no. not really lying. I, but you look, haven't really I haven't used, used 
Hang on, have you noticed? Look, I thought I tied it tight. Yeah, because I told you this. your mic's drifting away again. And I told you it's not that bit. What bit is it then? It's the bit that that was moving there for a second ago. <laughs> not the bit that you're trying to screw now. The bit that was moving. Where we are. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll focus that a little bit. We'll anyway. do that another time. Yeah. No, so and okay, then we'll forget yeah. by next episode. <clears throat> yeah. So them them life hacks. Have you done any others that we um, talked about? Have you washed in the woods? No, I haven't washed in the woods. No. No. No? Have you put things out? Have, have we had visitors that we didn't want? Have you put things out the front? No. No? So, have you done anything to do with the life hacks? No. Why? Because none of them are useful to me. What do you mean none of them are useful to you? None of them would have been that useful to me. That's outrageous. Time we spent going through that stuff just to save people a few shekels like the spaghetti thing there's absolutely no point in me doing that because it takes just as long to light the piece of spaghetti with um a piece of what spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> with the match yeah. it would just to light the candle with the match okay all right well i'm sure uh, the other people that listen to that uh podcast have got a great deal out of it what people the people that listen to our podcast. All right, you've that got too much hope for this podcast. No, the guy in Ecuador that listens to our podcast. I bet he's got the googly eyes that- stuck on everything around his house, and it's bringing him great joy. Anyway, so is that one you wanted to cover from that? You uh, freak me out when you say about two episodes ago because I'm getting so confused at what episodes are what. Yeah, I'm really confused now as well. Yeah, that's what happens when you organise. It becomes even more complicated. The reef hasn't gone out yet. I know. And this is the one from there, isn't it? So when we talk about things that happened... So, because obviously the uh, people really enjoyed the Roof episode, didn't they? Oh, they loved it. There was yeah. a big response for that. Big response. Yeah. But they also hated it. They also hated it, just in case that's the case. I don't really care, to be honest, anymore. Uh, no. You know, uh, we've said all along from the very beginning, we're going to do these, we're going to enjoy them ourselves, and uh, and when we don't enjoy them, we won't do them. But other people do enjoy them. I do get comments. From who? Not many, but... <laughs> no, I do. We do. We often get comments from... Uh, often is a strong word. Yeah, all right. We now and again. We very rarely get <laughs> comments from people. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. Have you got anything else you want to cover? What's you know, your week been like? people we pay, isn't it? Probably, yes. Uh, What's my week been like? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly... I'm so thankful it's over. Really? It's I been, feel it's a been bit tough. Like that. It's been tough. Yeah. Uh, next week should be a bit better, but it's been a tough week. Has it? Maybe next week will be better. We'll see. Depends if there's any things that covered from last week. It's very difficult to talk about something without actually talking about it, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, my week. Thanks for asking. My week's yeah, been. Yeah, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been a bit of a slog again. I just, every time I feel reasonably positive and I'm driving into work. Um, I get into work and it's sort of punched out of me. So, yeah, I'm hoping otherwise I'm going to have to look for... We're going to have to get this going because I've got to do this full time because I don't mind doing this, but I don't really want to be a postman anymore. But anyway, let's not dwell on... You can get a job as a... Zookeeper. Tree surgeon. Uh, Don't know much about trees and I can't do surgery. Okay. I do know people who do it, though, so I could ask them if I could just... Tag along. That normally was just that works enough, doesn't it? People go, Oh yeah, my mum was a doctor, therefore I'd be able to do this open heart surgery. Oh, people are a bit like that. They do that, don't people they? People say to me, you know, 
oh, you know, my my um my old man, he was a postman. But, you know, that's as far as their experience goes. Well, I, I it doesn't go, mean that they can post letters through a letterbox. What I say is my dad's a postman, so I, I can hold this letter. Do you? And I can move this envelope I don't from remember one teaching you, so another. I don't suppose you do it properly. Do you remember when you worked from home for a bit whilst you were a postman? And you used to go outdoors and post letters for the uh, during the pandemic? Through my own... Letterbox. Letterbox, yeah. Well, as we both know, I worked all the way through the pandemic, yeah, so did as did you, so <laughs> that never happened. Right, is that it? I think so, yeah. That's just, a, yeah, yeah. I think we might have tapped into the reason why uh, we haven't got thousands of people knocking on our doors asking us to, you know, answer questions for them and listen to these fabulous podcasts. Right, skyscrapers. But rather a weird topic, I thought, when we first thought of it. But I thought, you know, there's some quite amazing places all around the world. And skyscrapers, you know, I've been to some of these places and seen some of these incredible buildings, and they are quite breathtaking. But yeah. I thought I'd start Some with, would say big. Yeah, very big and thin. Um, a skyscraper is a tall, continuously hab- habitable building having multiple floors. Was that a remix there? Habitable. I can't even say it now. No, exactly. So shut up. (laughs) Modern sources currently define skyscrapers as being at least 100 metres, that's 330 foot, or 150 metres, or between those, I guess, 494 in height. There's no universal definition. I mean, if I was to say to you... um, a skyscraper. What's the first thing? What's the image you see? It's big. I see big, yeah, tall, yeah, uh, glass, yeah. I guess po- so. pointy top. All oh, right. So you're talking specifically about perhaps the well, it is, I believe, the tallest building in Britain. Well, like no. So what I'm talking about is ma- majority of skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah. What they do is they build them a certain height. Yeah. So they're structurally sound, and it is a is a, a architectural feat to be able to get things this high. It's incredible. Yeah. But what they do is they then go, oh, we've got it this high. This is amazing. But I want it to just be that little bit taller. So then they put a stick on the top. They do always put a stick on the top. Not You're always. Right. They do. No, serve, nearly always. Nearly always. Because I've been looking at quite a few. They do serve two purposes though, and I think one of them is a um, lightning rod, lightning rod, and the other one is like it's a, an antenna. It's basically just big. Yep. So just in, so basically, when it converts into a massive robot, yeah, it's got the antenna to exactly. Hook up so a ro- or yeah. a third reason is yeah. just to make it a bit taller. I think sometimes they do it just to, and it's funny enough. Um, yeah, I won't say that because I think it's one of the questions in the quiz. <laughs> Nearly blew it then. Yeah. So. Oh, have you written the quiz this week? I've written a quiz, quiz this week. Um, historically, I know, oh first time in ages. Historically, buildings could be t- between, I don't know, 10 and 20 stories and they'd be classed as skyscrapers because it, it has evolved as a technology and and uh, and sort of skill in doing these things. I think... And materials and that, and understanding yeah. of the perhaps the physics of what makes a building be able to stand there when it's got these, you know, hundreds of floors. See, previously it would have been like um, these tallest, the tallest buildings that were scraping the sky, scraping the the, the skyline. But as other buildings around them get taller, the other ones are dwarfed. Therefore, they're no longer the ones touching the skyline. Even 
these new ones are. However, yes. I've got another point. I'm putting don't, my finger up. D- yeah, don't point at me, please. No, no, I'm pointing up and saying All one right. second. I've got one more point. Um, are these older buildings still class, even though the definitions have changed, and you would say that maybe a newer building wouldn't be a skyscraper because it's only 20 floors, but are the old ones that were 20 floors and skyscrapers at the time still considered skyscrapers? Well, I think so. I think anything that sort of is Once more than a couple of levels. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you look at a skyline, say, of London, I remember when I was younger, they built the NatWest Tower, and that was incredible. That was like the biggest thing. Um, now that's dwarfed by all the others around it, um, but it's still a, it is still a skyscraper. It is still, I mean, that is quite big anyway. Even the post office tower. Now the post office tower is quite iconic looking. Uh, really, I don't think it it serves any purpose now. I think you can go on trips there. They have sort of kids parties in it, and and I think they host still host. Do you what McDonald's used to have like kids parties. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, nothing to do with what we've... No, I just thought of it when you said it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's good for you to bring it up like that. Um, no, so it's it, that's used for all different things now, but I guess it stays there because it is almost iconic. And it probably, and we forget about this now, some of these buildings become listed buildings. Yeah. I mean, for me, that seems like mad because it's fairly new, but it's not fairly new. It's probably been there absolutely yonks. Um, well, the old library in South End—that's a listed building now, isn't it? Yeah, but that, you wouldn't look at it and say. I, I guess in my mind, listed buildings are sort of Tudor or something from those sort of yeah, days. But, but, but that's it, not the case. It's ones that show off of a particular um, architectural style well, even of, a, s- of a period. So whether it be like nineties <coughs> architecture, eighties architecture, seventies, sixties architecture. Well, sixties and seventies architecture. Some of it is pretty grim, and obviously. That was a. I think the, that's what the library was. The days of the concrete jungles. Yeah. But it's still a mark in time, and I guess that's that's the case with all these things. And, and you know, there's some really iconic buildings that have slipped down the sort of tallest. Because most of these ones, when they were built, they did have an eye on, by the look of it, being the tallest building. Because if you if you build something as an architect, if you build something and it's the tallest ever or the widest ever or the, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's quite a quite a yeah, thing. Yeah, because let's be honest, if you're going to, and, and this is, it moves on to another point as well, I guess, but I'm just going to mention it briefly, is you've often got different shaped skyscrapers nowadays as well, haven't you? And I think everyone, if everyone tries to battle out to be the, the tallest, then all you really get, because structurally, you're probably just going to get you know, just buildings that go up. Yeah. I mean, strictly speaking, stuff like the shard, that's more of a point to it anyway, because triangles are quite, they're very sturdy structures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll just get basically a building just goes straight up and that's rather boring. So other ones compete in like the walkie-talkie building yeah. in, in London. It's really the wibbly-wobbly one. But the thing is with, with stuff like, like that anyway, one, uh, it's it's all about, uh, I don't know, uh, about your um, taste for these sort of things. I mean, you know, I look at one of these things, like you talk about the walkie-talkie building in London. I don't like it. I think it looks horrible. I look at the Shard. I think it looks really good. Other you people, don't like the walkie-talkie building, the wibbly-wobbly building? No, I don't. But the, ah. the, the Shard, when that was being built, people didn't like that. People thought it looked terrible. They had to do stuff with the Shard because it worked too much like a prism, didn't it? It was setting fire to stuff on the other side of it. Oh, because it was, yeah, because... 
But look, anyway, I mean, obviously they're built in cities um, because, you know, you won't find them in the countryside because it's where people, the majority of them there for either business or for, for a, well, to be like apartments or whatever. A city or is both. A city is very highly concentrated on people, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas a countryside isn't. So there's no need to build upwards. No, and, and the fact outwards. is a you could have, a, have you could have the, uh, an area uh, uh, that, you know, you'd fit perhaps a couple of houses on, but if you if you go upwards, you can obviously do whatever you want. And as long as you, you build the infrastructure of it, you can have as many floors as you, you like. I, from what I gather, there is not really uh, a limit to what you can do. No, and that's just, I'm thinking about the South Ends of City now as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily class as any of the buildings within South End as skyscrapers, would you? No, you've got There's like some tower th- blocks. But even then, have you noticed all the towers are really concentrated in one particular, in one street, basically? Yeah. Well, I used, to work in, I used to work in an 11-storey building, which was mm-hmm. like for you the You did, yeah. Um, and that probably was the tallest building, apart from sort of these quite grim-looking uh, flats that we've got near to the. How to tall that. is the Civic Centre? I don't know. I guess a lot of these buildings, you know, they're built with multiple floors anyway. But yeah, I mean, in this particular area, again, we're we're sort of not in. It's heavily populated, but there's there's not a real appetite for it, is there? I mean, they no, build flats, but no real appetite for it. It's a seaside town, isn't it? You yeah, or a seaside city now, I guess. No. So. Um, before we move on to something else or move on further into this subject, do you know which is the tallest skyscraper in the world? Oh, is it in, um, it's in uh, Dubai, isn't it? It's in Dubai. It's called the uh, Burj few of them. Khalifa. So Burj Khalifa is the tallest. Um, it's currently the tallest building in the world with a height of 829.8 metres, which is 2,722 feet. It opened in 2010. I don't believe it took a huge amount of years to build it, um, which, you know, when you start thinking about these, and, and even way back, I mean, I'll get onto something like the Empire well, State Building. If, if you look at Dubai, it's a relatively new city in, in that sense, the fact that, oh, voice crack there, yeah. most of it has been built up more recently and quickly. Yeah. There were there's, there's hotels, restaurants, and viewing galleries. There's 163 floors, 160 of them being habitable. I guess there's uh, various different other bits to do with the servicing of the of the tower itself. Eight escalators, 57 lifts or elevators for our friends in America, uh, travelling up to 10 meters a second. Now. I don't think you could probably comprehend... Why did they do 57 of them? I don't know why they did 57 of them. But I don't think you can really comprehend how tall it is unless you... Again, you're having there. a number of lifts to all go like alongside each other so you're not having to wait for one to come all the way but from the 57 top. 57 seems... But then I don't think we've got... They the won't full, be all lined up in one no, line. No, I don't think we've got a full appreciation how big There'll be a couple this, of small ones maybe you know, going to How big this, this, this no, actual place is. It's you bigger know. than this house. Um... Although, if you t- put, compare it to somewhere like oh. Everest, Everest is 10 times as tall as the Burj Khalifa. Right. So, does Everest that make is it still a- winning. So, Everest is still winning, but is in the skyscraper. 
I think it's a mountain. Driving to and fro from work, five days this week. What on earth do you think I spied? Let's take a little peek. A spillage of sausages on a dual carriageway. A deer in a bush. A magpie trying to drink from a can of Stella. A vicar on a scooter. Driving to and fro from work, five days this week. That was some of the things I spied. See you in a few weeks. So, uh, sausages on a dual carriageway? Yeah, well, there was sausages on a dual carriageway. I was driving into work and it all slowed up. And as I was going slowly along with the rest of the traffic, I noticed a box of... Uh, which was open with some sausages that were strewn across the uh, one of the lanes of the dual carriageway. And I realised and I thought, they oh, are actually sausages. And a bit further up, there was a van on the side. Bit weird looking, didn't look like the sort of thing that would normally carry sausages. But that was ho- what the hold-up was. Yeah, I uh, I actually got guided a different way by my car on that morning. He went, don't go that way. I went, mm, okay. So I went a different way and... Uh, and yeah, Did it say sausage incident or doesn't it? No, tell so me? normally it tells me if there's a crash or whether it's just congestion. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't tell me it was indigestion no. and uh, too many oh, sausages. Yeah. On the, yeah, a bit like when there was uh, spinach on the uh, motorway. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't know it was runny, to be honest. No. Uh, that's a little joke about Becky. Yep. Um, right, so the Burj Khalifa is the tallest building. Others around the world, uh, you've got the Shanghai Tower... Uh, which that? is at second in Shanghai in China. Nice. Quite a few of these are in China. I think China have got, at the, as we speak now, they've got the second, the fourth, the seventh, eighth, and ninth uh, tallest buildings in the world. Um, you've got a number six, the One World Trade Center in New York City. Obviously, that's the uh, building that was built on the site of where the World Trade, the Twin Towers World Trade Center was. Um, yep. There's some other interesting ones in there, uh, but we don't even make the top 100 in Brim. <laughs> All yeah. of those particular ones, we don't even get into the top 100, um, which is a little bit of a worry. Oh, I've you, drooped again. Yep, I've your drooped again. I'm going to have to take something for that again. I don't know what it is that's doing. I I've keep got, telling you what it is, but, right, but pay attention I don't to want to pay attention to it. Um, so we don't make that top 100 which is a bit disappointing. But we have, we talked about the Shard. We have got some quite impressive buildings. Um, the Shard's 310 metres tall, I guess. So if you think about the Burj Khalifa being 829.8... It's a bit taller, isn't it? But that probably puts into perspective, gives you a bit more of an idea how impressive or how incredible that must look. And in I'll be honest, though, within London, if you had... Like where the shard is based, it sticks out massively. Yeah. But if you then had the Burj Khalifa there, nah, it, it'd be too much. Plus, London is within the flight path of a number of airports. Yeah, I do believe that's one of the reasons they can actually do that there because uh, I imagine there's quite a lot of helicopters that fly about around it. But as far as a uh, flight path's concerned, I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually it impact. Would, it would be because. You've also got to remember with stuff like Dubai, Dubai is a modern city. Yeah, it was built within the last however many years. Um, If you look at uh, London, 
that's I would alright I'm gonna but it's an ancient city it's mm. been around a long time yeah uh, you've got buildings that are hundreds and hundreds you've got buildings there that are older than the US <clears throat> yeah, when I no, say the yeah. US I mean like as it is now as it is now as opposed to the United to, States yeah. of America because um, the continent was there for a long time um but there's buildings that have been there longer than like the United States of America has existed. But so I don't feel like you can have this massive skyscraper and it would, it would be, I, I'm not fussed about not having the tallest things interesting around. Interesting architecture. I think some of the things that people come up with look incre- incredible. I'll tell you what I've uh, I completely not to do with Maybe this. Maybe wouldn't so look and it's just occurred so to like me. New York. Is it in but. Japan that they've got the, Living trees or the these incredible sort of bio. Most trees are living, yeah. No, but these sort of uh, they've been created that you can walk around. They're, they're artificially created, but they've got all sorts of uh, stuff. I'll, I, I'd have to show you, but I think I know the ones you're talking about. Just look incredible. I'm not sure what, exactly where they are in the in the world, but they do look. Anyway, look. Um, some interesting ones that were in that top 100, if I can quickly go. So we've got the Shard, which was, I think it was about 108 or something like that, so outside that. But in there, 18 and 19 are the Patronus Twin Towers, which I believe are in Kuala Lumpur. Patronus? Yeah, Patronus, yeah, I know. Um, one's a deer and one's a... But they they hold a because they're, two, they're, tw- they're twin towers. But they've got a bridge that goes in between them oh the swimming pool uh no a bridge oh okay <laughs> so there is there is a skyscraper that's got like a hotel whatever it is or whatever well it's lots got, of them have got swimming, got swimming pools. pools that go between the oh two, really no yeah, no this this buildings. was this, so if you walk underneath you can look up and see someone swimming this above is you. like a two-story bridge that goes across but because of the design of a skyscrapers and obviously they have to design them so they can move because if they were yeah. too rigid there'd be real problems so i believe the bridge is not really attached to either of the towers but it is almost slotted into them, worked on these things. So when the tower moves, it can just, it doesn't actually affect it. It kind of moves in and out of it, but never sort of puts any pressure on that thing, which I thought was quite an ingenious sort of bit of uh, physics and um, creativity. The other two that, that spring out, which were in there, we just talked about the Twin Towers in New York, uh, World Trade Center, there was the Tower 1 and Tower 2, but there was a whole complex underneath you can go. I actually visited New York many, many years ago and went and, and uh, went up in one of the towers and was, you know, you can stand right on the window ledge. They've designed it so you look straight down. It's quite, I mean, I haven't got a fear of heights, but it's quite sort of daunting when you look down. Uh, but they were incredible to look at. They were very iconic, obviously. Um, and the Empire State Building, obviously, it's it was it was a rushed through. It? it was the tallest building at, at that time. Uh, it's Art Deco. That's why it looks incredible as well. When you go in there and you go in the lift, it's all of that time, and it just looks fantastic. And I've been up the top of that one as well. But, but that was three hundred eighty-one meters. So I even think in sorry, even in New York, there's taller buildings now, though, isn't there? Oh, there's there's, there's one loads. in Central Park now. Uh, that's that's incredible. That's you mean in the outskirts of Central Park? Uh, pretty much on when when where Central Park is very much a a city park, yeah. like you would in London. It just sits on yeah, the outskirts. Yeah, Spider Man. I've swung around. Oh, you know then. So if you think the Shard's three hundred and ten meters, um, the Empire State Building is three hundred and eighty-one meters, and the the Twin Towers were 
415 and 417. Um, so, you know, it kind of puts it in perspective. I guess you can you can often see these pictures they do now where they put something next to something else just to give it... No, not, they're nowhere near each other in the world or even existing. I've seen with Star Wars sort of things. But they put it next to one another just to give you that comparison. But there we go. But the Shard, that's one of the buildings in London... Well, I was going to say the Shard is a very interesting shaped building in London. We do host a few, like we've already spoken about, interesting shaped buildings such as, like we mentioned, the walkie-talkie building. There's the Gherkin. Yeah. Which is nicknamed the Gherkin because it looks a bit like... A Gherkin? A Gherkin. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really look like a Gherkin, well, it does it? it doesn't really look like a Gherkin. It and the like phone a... one really doesn't look like a phone. No. The Shard does look like a, a, a Shard of, of glass, which is why it was called that. Well, there's 120... 120- 122 Leadenhall Street. Um, that one looks a bit like a cheese grater, doesn't it? So it's nicknamed the cheese grater. It is nicknamed the cheese grater, and it does look a little bit like that. But what is significant about that one, then? Well, the significance of that one, uh, Dad, I'm glad glad you asked. The significance of... I'm the, glad you asked me to ask. <laughs> the significance, significance yeah. of the cheese grater is that I will be... Running up 42 floors of it on the inside. Running up? I'll be making my way up 42 42 floors of it on the inside. Yeah. And then I shall be climbing up to the roof at a separate point and then abseiling down the side of it. Wow. I know. Uh, This this is definitely what brought on this... (laughs) This particular episode. Do they know you're doing that? Has it been organised or have you got to sneak in and try and do it? No, it's been organised. It's an organised event. So I will be taking part in this year, in September, uh, the London Landmark Skyscraper Challenge for charity. Right. And I will be doing that climb. Um, Climb up to, like I said, uh, Floor 42. Yeah. Which Floor 42 actually does uh, hold the Landing 42. I think it's like a... You know they have these places in skyscrapers where you just like chill out and like there's different things that go on and different bits. Well, they have all so sorts like of business, yeah, business, 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 maybe, and then there's also like restaurant, hotel, viewing gallery, yeah, yeah, gallery yeah. Like swimming pool, bowling um, alley. It's called Landing Forty Two, and um, so I guess you'll be able to go there as well. You'll be able to potentially go up with me at some point, yeah. Uh, because I think you run up to it, you chill out on there for a bit before you're then called up to the top to then sky uh, abseil down. Absolutely, but. Uh, after I've finished, I can then go back up in the lift and go and chill out there if I want. Um, but yeah, I'll be doing that in September this year. Wow. You're doing it for charity, aren't you? I am doing it for charity. I'll be doing it for Tommy's charity. Right. Well, I, I know all about Tommy's because I've run the London Landmarks um, half marathon, as have you. Yep. Um, which is incredible race. It's... it's uh, it, uh, it does exactly that. You run round the landmarks. It's like a, it it compacts all of the London Marathon, which is an incredible race as well. And and that we we've run. Oh, I've run for Tommy's for that, which is a which is a great charity. I think they're just trying to expand out, aren't they? And doing different bits and pieces. Because as well as abseiling, there was the option to do a zip uh, line. line, wasn't it? Across to one of the other buildings. Uh, yeah, zip line from. From the cheese grate up to the gherkins. Another reason why I mentioned Good the gherkin. God. So they're actually quite close together. Um, but yeah, so I'll be doing that in September because the actual building is not like the others, but it's 225 metres tall. That's still quite quite tall. Yeah. I mean, you've, have you abseiled before? I've done um, only 
Butlins. Like, well, it's only like these, uh, wall those climbing climb. things. I yeah. mean, you do a wall climb and then maybe oh, you... Oh, I struggled. That one at Bognor Regis, I realised how weak my wrists were when yeah. I tried to climb up there. I couldn't hold on. I, would yeah. have, I thought I was fairly fit and quite strong. I wasn't at all. But that, that's all you've done. So you're talking about, what, 20 feet, 25 feet? Yeah, something like that. If that. But what I'll actually be doing this time is I'll be doing roughly 225 <sighs> metres, which is 738 feet. Do you have to be trained to be able to do that? Um, I thought you were going to say, do you have to wear a harness? I was going to say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. You don't have to be trained to do that. So how... They recommend training to do the run up, but the actual upsell down, well, no. Well, yeah, no. That, but that... it still takes quite a lot of... To essentially step off the edge of a building. I would imagine it's a bit like throwing yourself out. Well, you don't throw yourself out of plane. It's one of these things that I'm both... I'm scared to do. Yeah, I am a little bit like, this is going to be mental. I'm actually going to be making my way down the side of a building, down the side of a skyscraper. But Um, but but then at the same time, I'm thinking that's also a once in a lifetime type situation oh i think i'm looking forward to it massively and to do it for tommy's as well is (coughs) also massive um if anybody uh, doesn't know who tommy's are they do a lot of work for uh families uh parents that have lost children in in very early stages of their life it's a a baby charity yes provide support for families you know as part of doing the races that we've done i've read a lot of stories uh, that they push through of, of families and how they've helped them and what they do, and it, it is um, so it's upsetting. But when you see the sort of support they get and what they push through, then it's inspiring. Is the word I was well, looking for? Yeah, this is the thing. They're both they're both looking into how they're looking at the causes. The, I the, as the, well. Yeah, the outcome of it. So they're looking. They're supporting families that have lost yeah. babies and stuff uh, and such as that. But they are also looking at the trying to fund extra research to see why these pregnancies go wrong. So the work they're doing is exceptional work and it's, mm. it's fantastic because these are the essentially trying to, yeah, it's just, it's like a lot of, yeah, I mean, but, it's, it, it, I and there's think, a lot of fantastic charities, but they really are. Um, no, I think if you, if, in their own right. I think the, the, even the thought of losing a, a small child or baby is, is just the worst you know, it's a horrific thing to think about. So it's, you know, it is inspiring. And I think that's excellent you're doing it. I have got a question, right? Yeah. Because I have, like I say, I think I've only ever abseiled down a wall at Butlins or something like that. When you abseil, you have to sort of bounce off of the building, don't you? Yeah, you worried that I'm going to swing through and swing into one of the floors, like Mission Impossible a, style. if... Yeah, like like Tom Cruise. Hey, if someone's got a window open, would that cause a problem? No. You don't generally have windows open on skyscrapers. Do you not? No. What about lower down? <laughs> what, if, what if someone's having a look out and see the abseilers coming down? They don't open generally. Do they not? No. Right. So, surely you... So, so you're going to step off it, right? What's to stop you just sort of... Jumping off the building and just letting the thing go and go whizzing right down to the bottom. Well, one because you'd swing back into the building again and just slide down face. Yeah, in, but that hurt. Glass. Yeah, it would hurt. There's, there's, there's two things. One, you control your kind of decline, but not only do decline. You have to, I don't think you should use the word decline. Well, 
You've descent, the, I think you want to use it. <laughs> yeah, okay. You got the ascent and the descent. Um, but you control it, but then so did the people as well. So if you're going down too fast, they can slow you down. Oh, if can you're they? going down, yeah. If they're going down too, if you're going down too <clears throat> slow as well, they can get you to kind of speed see that. Up with that it. was w- what would concern me because if I'd, I've seen them all do it and like they push themselves out with special uh, little sort of. They look like the shoes you used to get for a PE, the little black ones look, with the rubber soles on them. Are you going to have all that sort of gear? What sort? I, of, I bet you'll, I bet you you'll have to make sure that's all uh, on properly, all the gear, because yeah, that can they do can, checks. You know. They do. They do the equipment before you even go outdoors. So they do the equipment, make sure you check everything, and then take you outdoors to actually hook you do up. Do you know if stuff. you'll be able to wear a GoPro? Or I don't know for definite yet, but oh, that'd be amazing if out. you could do that. Um, yeah. But so that was what said, worried me. If you push push yourself out, for me, I think I'd get so overexcited, I'd lose concentration, forget to put my legs out, and just slam into the side of the uh, building. Well, my legs were already, already going to be like jelly because that's forty-two floors to climb up. Um, and that's like over a thousand steps, whatever it was. That's takes about thirty odd minutes to get up. Yeah, if you're running as well, so it takes about thirty. You odd need minutes to really to get, get up. some training in, don't you? Yeah, take about thirty odd minutes to get up. It takes about a minute to two minutes to get down. Yeah, I'd imagine it's crazy, it does. isn't it? Yeah, but, but then you're, you're not going around. I imagine that minute, two minutes is is feels like a lot longer. I don't know. Well, just. Yeah, I imagine it'd be a bit like the skydiving stuff, where you kind of, even though they don't last that long, it's it's still like, as it goes on, it's like, wow, this is incredible. Well, we shall Let's be there. Let's hope I'm not sick as I go down. That'd be I interesting, I know, because you famously get sick after you've run, don't you? I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's hope they haven't got the windows open. Let's hope they haven't got the windows open. So I'll stick out the window and you're there, at the bottom. There's a splash zone down, down below. Oh, dear. Well, anyway. But <laughs> what we should say is, yes, I am raising money for charity in terms of this as well. So, look, I am doing it because I want to because it sounds amazing. But also I'm doing it because of the amazing work that Tommy's does as well. And I definitely wouldn't be doing it without Tommy's. So because it's an organised event and such like that. So what I would urge you to do is to visit my fundraising page. Yep. You can do that by going to fatherandsundays.com and then I'll put a tab in there at the top. Or if you go into the more section, it'll have the charity stuff. So if you click on that, and that'll redirect you to the fund, fundraising page. But if you are able to donate anything or something or anything, then that'll be amazing. But don't feel under pressure that you have to do anything at all, but it would be great if you could. And, it, and if anybody wants to send some good luck messages or some advice for for Connor as it, we lead up to because before you know it, we'll be in September, um, that's welcome as well. And and obviously it would be good just before you do it for you to say a few words. Goodbye, miss. Last oh, words. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be up there to support you, so it'll be pictures there. We'll have to post some pictures on it. But look, Excellent. I'm very jealous. I'd love to have done it. So, good luck. Well, that's enough about that. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's enough of that. Um, I feel like I feel like listening to a bit of music. Do you? Yeah. Well, it's good you said that because I've got a bit of music for you. Um, as per usual, I have written a little ditty. Uh, it's all about a hotel. I did think perhaps it could be a hotel for father and sons, you know, another little money-making exercise for us. But I think it probably wouldn't be. 
when you start to hear what goes on there. All right, should we listen? Have a listen. Yeah. Wouldn't want to stay there, would you? No, it doesn't sound like my kind of place to stay. Can I just say, yep. just in case any fans are alarmed, um, I do mention the ghosts of Little Mix uh, as we stand now. They're all alive and well. Yep. Um, 
they're having a bit of a hiatus since Jesse left and they had their babies, but there should be some new material coming out soon. Oh, do you know I that? Purely, that from them? Yes, I purely put it in because it rhymed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Um, on was the game. Just before actually, actually before we go on to the game, it's just worth mentioning that we weren't aware that we recorded most of this podcast with a cat in the room. And now we've got two cats, and they're just walking around, walking around, looking at each other, and they might kick off at any second. Um, One's staring at me. Yes, no, she's not staring at me. Right. Anyway, okay. Onwards with a game. Onwards game. It's a quiz. A quiz. It's a multiple choice quiz. Yes, it's a multiple choice quiz about landmarks. Skyscrapers, landmarks, all that sort of old bobbins. Couldn't get enough questions just about skyscrapers. No. Okay. (laughs) Right. So, do you want to play the sting? I'll play the sting. There's lots of landmarks around the world I guess you knew that, guess you've heard But how will you do on this week's quiz? I guess we'll find out soon Nice sting, Dad Nice sting, did you like that then? Yes, I enjoyed it very much so Good, 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 good. Right, um, just before we get on with things Just like to clarify around the other mentioned comment mentioned thing uh, <laughs> cats started to fight so they've now left the room they've been chucked out um okay quiz it's the normal format of a multiple choice of how many uh, questions there's 10 questions okay i've made it about landmarks towers and uh, skyscrapers some of the things we've already <laughs> talked about <clears throat> so here we go question one Pisa in Italy is well known for the Leaning Tower of Pisa. But at what degree does it lean? Oh. Right? Is it A, 2.99 degrees? Is it B, 3.99 degrees? Or is it C, 4.99 degrees? I'm going to go for C, 4.99 degrees. I think it's a more of a slant than... What is initial? It is B, 3.99 degrees. Awkward question, that one. Don't really know how I was meant to get that. Well, you (laughs) just have to guess. That's the whole idea. Um, No, quizzes shouldn't just be guessing. Quizzes should be... Well, You've an got a rough idea of guess, what this is. An informed guess. Well, I knew it slanted. Right, considering <laughs> the weight and the height, physicists <laughs> said have said, degrees, are you yeah. listening? I'm going to tell you a little bit oh, of background of this. Yes. According to uh, physicists, considering the weight and height, they've said the maximum it can lean would be 5.4 degrees. At this point, it would just fall over. Right. So it's gone to, well, they, they're saying it actually, as it stands there at the moment, 3.99, it has actually leaned to 5.5 degrees once briefly. And the reason there's a problem with it, when it was built, it's got such shallow foundations that they've had to sort of secure it a little bit, but it's at the angle where it is. Anyway, never okay. mind, moving on. A little bit upset about the questioning. Oh, here we go again. Question two. The Empire State Building in New York City is spectacular in design, but what was the upper tower originally designed for? (gasps) I know this one. Was it designed for A, a weather station? Was it designed for B, an observatory? Or was it designed for C, mooring of airships? Oh, interesting. See, I thought it was going to be something to do with the Daleks. 
because the Daleks no. are Manhattan from Doctor Who. Oh, right. So you're going on that sort of knowledge, are you? Um, you're going to you do really what? well in this quiz, aren't you? Based on the time period that it was built in. Yeah. I'm going to go for mooring of airships. Are you going to go high-pitched yeah. about it as well, are you? Oh, for airships, please. Okay, and you'll be absolutely right. So don't start dissing my questions because you made a, a, a decision based on yeah. knowledge there. Okay, yeah. Okay, so cool. I did make a decision based on knowledge with that one. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, which was 3.99, 4.99 or 5.99. Yeah. Yeah. Was so... It wasn't that, but go on. Whatever it was. It was so minuscule, the difference. Yes. Yeah, and hard to... Like it's near impossible that I would know that. Not impossible, but very unlikely that I would know that. That's like a very small thing. This one well, is a lot more of a bigger thing the to think about. Two point nine nine, three point nine nine, four point nine nine. Because if I'd have said two point nine nine, three point nine nine, sixteen point nine nine, it's not the lame flat tower of Pisa, is it? Well, it well, had to be a be very. It, would di- it wouldn't lay flat there, would oh, it? Yeah, yeah, I was, but my point being is, I was able to work out the other one based on the time period it was built. Yeah. There's nothing that could have led me to go, "Yep, it's three point nine nine because of." I just know, like, there's nothing that led me to know that. Okay, okay, fair enough. <sighs> okay. Let's get this over and done with. Question three. We've talked the about it before. Better, oh, thanks ever so much. That means a lot. The Burj Khalifa, which we've talked about before in Dubai, is designed to resemble what? Is it A, a phallus? Is it I B? Knew, I felt like that was going to go somewhere with that. Yeah, yes. Okay. B, a sword. Yep. Or C, a flower. Um, I feel like it was a... It's, I don't... See, if it was a different culture, I would feel like it would be a phallus because they sometimes use it as symbols of fertility and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to go for a sword. You're going for B, sword. B, sword, yeah. It is, in fact, C, a flower. A flower. And at the top of it, when you, if you looked from the top down, it has sort of a design that looks like petals and, and whatever. I can't really remember what it looks like, I'll be honest. No. I was thinking of a different tale, maybe. For you'd think you'd have looked, considering you knew we were doing a skyscrapers episode, didn't you? No, because I want to ruin the quiz. Yeah, that's right. That's why you didn't do it. I thought it was a really pointy one. It is quite pointy. But it like doesn't really look like a flower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, question four. A proposal Why are you has. D- dis- what? Like upset? You upset? No, I'm loving this. Uh, question four. A proposal has been submitted to build a unique hotel skyscraper in Buenos Aires in Argentina, which resembles a London eye in which capsules will rotate visiting numerous floors, but what will the guests see? Will they see, A, animals, various mm. ecosystems represented as you rotate, bit like living on the land? Yeah, I was going to say, I was, I was about to but compare it to Carousel, Carousel of Progress and stuff like that. Will it have, B, will you see Diego Maradona? Each floor you visit will represent a different stage of his life and career. Obviously, Maradona being, yeah. you know, revered in Argentina. Footballer. Or would it be C, Jesus doing various miracles using the latest technology? Okay, with the animals, I, was it real animals? Yes. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like they really... With a skyscraper, I, I don't... No, I don't think that one's real. Um, I'm going to actually go with Diego Maradona. You're going to go with Diego Maradona, various parts of his life. Yep. That is incorrect. It's animals. <laughs> what? Actual yeah. real animals? They're thinking this? of doing it, yeah. That they'll have animals in, in their various different... In quite large enclosures, but this is huge what they're trying to build. But whether it actually happened or not, I don't know. Imagine having an elephant halfway up a skyscraper. Well, yeah, this is where it, you know, you start to think, how the hell is that going to work? Because if you, like we talked about when we said about David Attenborough's statue, and they're not going to be outdoors, are they? Well, no, not really. They're being artificial. sort of environments that's, which that's works for some animals so such as like a hey, butterflies hey I'm not part of the committee trying to build this or squirrel monkeys don't come up, down on me on this 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 is this is the Argentinians one no this, no I get me. I get that I'm just saying you can't don't really shoot keep the messenger a, a lot of these animals I think it's a terrible idea if you yeah. ask me I wouldn't you even think take a dog on the uh, London Eye what do you think we did did we take a dog on London Eye Oh, we might have, actually. Did no, no, I'm not sure we did. We took her to uh, Tower of London. Yeah, we did take her to Tower this of London. This was a guide dog puppy, yeah, by the way, so she was in training and we are allowed to take her places. Question five. In 2011, what or who was found to be living at the top of the still-being-constructed shard in London? Was it A, a homeless man called Derek? Interesting. Was it B... A fox called Romeo. A fox, wow. Or was it C, a cat called Stephen? A cat called Stephen. Um, I thought you were going to go for a bird. No. <laughs> a cat called Stephen. A cat, you think there was a cat called Steve? What a stupid name for a cat. What are you talking about? It was a fox called Romeo. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> a fox, I actually remembered this. I looked this up. But a I fox truck, Romeo. <clears throat> yeah. Um, while they were constructing it, it obviously snuck in, gone up and was feeding off scraps of where the workmen were in there and that. It was finding bits and pieces there. Uh, it was quite high up in it. They were still constructing it, but they'd done the actual, I've, I believe it was as tall as it was going to be. So they were doing all the, the interior and that, and it got in and got up there from there. Yeah. Okay, question six. I'm not very good at this, am I? You're doing terrible on this. Which of these does not feature in a Las Vegas hotel? Right, and we know I've never been to Vegas, but they're quite spectacular buildings in Vegas. Um, Is it A, swimming with sharks? Is it B, an indoor amusement park? Okay. Or is it C, a gondola ride? So, um, not. So, one of them is untrue. Untrue, right. So, the sharks one, I know they do have shark tanks there because I know there's a water slide that goes through the middle of a shark tank in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to suspect that there also will be something along swimming with sharks there as well. I'm going to go for the gondola ride because I think there is an indoor amusement park as well. And you get those in like shopping centres and stuff like that. So Okay, right. So... As we stand, the one that's untrue is the swimming with sharks, I'm afraid. Oh, they do have shark tanks, though. I know, they have shark tanks, but they don't swim with them. There's a five-acre indoor amusement park 
with 25 rides and attractions in the Circus Circus Hotel. Again, I think we've never been to Vegas, but it must blow your mind, some of the stuff there. And also, that's the other one, in the Venetian Hotel, there's canals that run through through the shops and that. You can get gondola rides that go through it. I think there's been log flumes in these places as well, but there we go. Unbelievable. Well, this this Vegas seems like a really crazy place. Um, I've heard about people going there, and it's, they say it's actually quite underwhelming for what you think it's going to be. But maybe it's just because they weren't going to the right places. Well, I've never wants to visit there. Well, yeah, I've never really had a strong urge to visit Vegas. Because yeah, a lot of people never think about the gambling but, stuff. But yeah, see, I'm not fussed about anything like that. The shows, but then you could go and see them shows anywhere. But then I think it's also like the. The just the weirdness of it. I think it's a unique like place. having a canal for a. I hotel think it's a weird. unique place. I think quite spectacular. I know that um, some of the sort of light shows and the is like Disney esque in the sort of scale of what adults. they do. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I don't know really what. <laughs> but you know, it's um, the the Vegas sign apparently right near around the Vegas sign is really underwhelming. I guess maybe if you get a bit closer to it, like get closer to actual Vegas. But I think, but Vegas yeah, kind I of think like it is to be experienced. Some people that I know that have been there have said it's incredible, but, you know, it doesn't... Oh, there's a lot of places I'd like to go and see uh, before I go there. Looney Tunes back in action as a scene in Vegas, I think. Your cultural references when we go through these podcasts are incredible. I might make a sort of list of <laughs> some of the things you brought up to to, to sort of... Well, Becky listened to this, maybe she'll remember She probably scene. would, yeah, be on the same page it's as the you. Guy, you know the guy that's like the cowboy and has the hat and he shoots things? Yosemite and, Sam. Yeah, and he also, there's a load of can-can girls and stuff like that. And I think Bugs Bunny gets all caught up with the can-can girls. All oh, right. Question seven. Yep. <laughs> Back to the quiz. The shard has 11,000 panes of glass. With this in mind, how long would it take six window cleaners to clean the windows? Would it take them one week? A, one week. Would it take them B, two weeks? Or would it take them C, four weeks? C, four weeks. Final answer. Your final answer, four weeks. It would, in fact, take them four weeks. It takes them a week to do one side, and obviously there's four sides. Yeah. And when they finish the fourth side, they go back and, and they start, start doing again. the first side. Which basically means that there's no, never any point where they sit there and go, oh, look at that. It's a bit like, you know when they finish, you know when they paint the Tower Bridge? Uh, Yeah. By the time they finish paint, painting Tower Bridge, uh, I they think you're thinking they'd often say about the uh, fourth bridge, painting the fourth bridge and saying... Yes. That, Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's a bridge. I know what you're saying, and I think that's a myth. But, but the Tower Bridge does still get painted but quite yeah, often. But the idea, I know what you're saying, because it takes so long to do. Um, oh, I need to give away another one of the answers. Right, next question. Go on, just do it. Question eight. The Eiffel Tower is an awe-inspiring sight in the Parisian skyline. Do you like the way I'm writing these? Only one of the following is a true statement about the iconic tower. Which one of these is a true statement it about can the transmit, Eiffel Tower? It transmit electricity. It was once painted bright green with a view to it blending in with its surroundings. A. B. 
it is actually part of a bigger project which was aborted because of the costs. It originally was to have a huge telescope atop the current structure. Or C, it was due to be demolished after 20 years but an antenna was stuck on the top and it was saved. Oh, okay. So, what kind of telescope? See, one of them's un- what only one of them is true. Yep. Okay. What kind of telescope? A, a massive telescope. All right, that one's untrue. Um, painted <laughs> green to blend into surroundings. That's your answer. No, no, no. I'm asking. I'm just commenting on the fact. I'm going to go for C. Uh, there's an antenna on the top. It is used for transmitting because I reckon during maybe the war. They actually used it to transmit signal. Okay. When was it built? I can't remember now. It was a long, long while ago. Yeah. Um, it was, in fact, C. It was due to be demolished after 20 years, uh, but basically they stuck an antenna on the top because... Basically. It, that, because it then, you know, they were able to use it as a radio antenna. It was saved and then it was carried on like that. I said about it being painted bright green. It was actually painted yellow. Um, that was the first... Well, it was painted in a colour and then it was painted yellow. It has to be hand-painted, the most most of it, because of the materials that are used to do it, which is, seems crazy to me. Looney Tunes Back in Action also goes to Paris and the final scene is there and they go in all the paintings. You know the one with all the melting faces and clocks? That's it. Salvador Dali stuff. Yeah, that we brought up before. Yeah, um, They go into that thing and Bugs Bunny's face is, is kind of melting. Right, great. Um, <laughs> okay, question nine. A new skyscraper built in Saudi Arabia is set to challenge for the top spot with a proposed height of a thousand feet. But what is it going to be called? Is it going to be called the A, False Tower, is it going to be called B, the Empire Tower? Or is it going to be called C, the Jeddah Tower? The Jeddah Tower? The Jeddah Tower. Oh. So not Jedi. Jeddah. Um, this is a difficult one because... Um, I want to say false, but since you said Jeddah and it's not actually... I feel like Jeddah could potentially be a red herring. Let's go Jeddah. Jeddah Tower. It is the Jeddah Tower. I thought it was obvious then because I, when I first looked at it, I thought, oh, that sounds like Jedi. And then when I wrote them down, I thought, yeah, but when I say Jeddah, that just makes the other two don't not sound right anyway. It's obvious that I've just put well, them You could have said Jedi and I would have got really angry. <clears throat> you would have got really... I should have done it. And your final question... Oh, I thought that one was the final question. Okay. No. Believe it or not, there's another one. Question 10. If you were to step off the highest point of the Burj Khalif, how long would You've it take... you changed how, how you pronounce it. No. You keep calling it the Burj Khalifa and now you're calling it the Burj Khalif. Oh, sorry. I, I, I should have said Burj Khalifa. Oh, okay. I, I, sorry, how long I would it take you to hit the ground? Would it take you a... How tall was it again? Hang on. I'm going to have to refer to my... It is 829.8 metres tall, 2,722 feet. Okay. Would it take you 10 seconds to hit the ground? Would it take you 20 seconds to hit the ground? 
Or would it take you 30 seconds to hit the ground? 30 seconds to hit the ground? That is incorrect. It would take you 20 seconds to hit the ground. Now, when I read that... It's another that, one, a bit like the... Yeah, so I've this started one, it... This one, in fairness... I've started and finished it with an annoying question That one, you. in fairness, I probably could work out, given time. But I just think... The first one was like, no, you just have to know I it. just think that... You think 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, right? But 20 seconds, like, okay, you might pass out because of the fright of it, but 20 seconds is a long time to be falling. Yeah, it is. You know, you if you were still conscious, you'd have time to think about what was happening. Exactly, and you'd probably have to take two inhales of breath to continue to be going, ah! <gasps> Ah. Yeah, exactly. So that is, I mean, I'm not saying that people... Probably you know, should have done that into the mic, shouldn't But it was something that they, as far as facts about the uh, Burj Khalifa, that was one of the things they put there, which was rather weird. But there you go. And that's the end of my little landmark and tall buildings quiz. You didn't really enjoy it. Never I did, mind. I did enjoy it. Okay. I did enjoy it. All right. Just got to live a bit frustrated at the start. <laughs> and the end. The end was a little frustrating, but not too bad. Okie dokie. All right, well, there you go then. And that there was... ends another one of our podcasts. Yeah, and that was the end of Skyscrapers. Not the end of Skyscrapers, sorry. It was the end of our podcast about Skyscrapers. Yeah. Um, we haven't had any messages, but if you do feel the need to message us, you can do so on fatherandsundays.com and you can go to the Contact Us page or you can just email us at contactus at fatherandsundays.com. All the episodes are available on the website fatherandsundays.com uh, or you can listen on your chosen podcast platform, whichever one you may use. Uh, like, share, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Look at that face. And leave a review on your podcast platform as well, like Spotify or Apple or whatever your one is. Um, also, last but by no means least, if you are able to donate to the um, my fundraising page, uh, Connor Skyscraper Challenge, uh, then you can do that via the link on the website or go to fatherandsundays.com forward slash charity. Okay, cool. Right, and as my mic slips down once more... I think next week our podcast will be about cars. 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 Like the song. Cars. Yeah, exactly, but not that song. So, cars. Bye from me. Cars.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.